0: You know, but take time to reflect each and every day. You know, all accountability is, is just doing the that you said you were going to do Since so your real estate business is a vehicle that allows you to go out there and create the life that you want to live.
1: Welcome to the consistent and predictable income community podcast. The CPI methodology is the only system that teaches the proprietary process of CPI, which is the key to having consistent and predictable income for salespeople without letting time, money, and relationships fall through the cracks.
0: GSD Mode podcast host and founder Joshua Smith is a realtor and a serial entrepreneur who belongs to the top 1% of realtors worldwide. In this episode, Joshua Smith shared his success story in real estate and his methods to get more results out of his business.
2: My name is Dan Roshan. I'm the host of the CPI podcast, which is the real estate show designed to help top producing agents leverage and scale your business, allowing you to earn more money in less time, for seasoned agents to help you get to the next level of stable income, and for new agents to help you find the right way to freedom and money, so that each of you can reach your potential as a person and as a real estate agent, which means you'll have certainty in your future. Thanks for joining me enjoy the show. Josh Smith, welcome.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. I'm stoked to be here. And man, it's always fun jamming with you, dude. So I'm stoked to be here. I'm
2: stoked that you're here. Josh Smith and I are going to be talking today about business development and how to treat a real estate sales business, or some of us you know, look at it as a real estate sales agent, how you can choose to treat that as a business and how you could utilize that to even leverage that into other Opportunities. Before we get started, I want to tell you a little bit about, about who Josh is. Here's the thing: just look at the dude. Like, just look at him, and you can see he's a freaking beast. That's all you need to know about him, right? Like, like dude, like, I mean, come on, right? He's a rock star, right? He's um, a co-owner of a real estate software company called Perfect Storm, and he coaches and mentors thousands of agents, you know, all over the world or all over the U.S. and Canada. Is an investor, owner, and in, uh, things in healthcare, supplements, health and
0: fitness, and more. Josh, welcome. Yeah. no man again dude stoked to be here man
2: all right awesome so you're in Phoenix Arizona correct
0: yeah yeah that's where I'm personally located and that's where my real estate team is and other ventures are in other parts but that's yep yeah, that's that's home base dude
2: all right cool yeah I, I want to learn about those other ventures uh, let's start with real estate first and we'll sort of we'll walk our way through this so, so tell us when did you get real estate sales
0: you know it's really funny man because I was getting into real estate dude as a stepping stone to jump into a different industry. You know, And I was really blessed, if you will, of being able to grow up in an entrepreneur family. My father owned and operated gyms, health clubs for 30 years. And that was my love, man. I mean, every remember working from him at the age of 11 in the gyms and got into sales working for him at 14. And uh, he decided to retire right when I graduated high school. So, but I kept going down that path, going down that journey, working for other gym owners and other franchises. And But I got to a point at 23 years old. So this is back in 2005, where I'm like, dude, look, for me to create what I want to create, like I got to be the owner. You know, I I can't I can't just keep making all these other people money and them always figuring out ways to diminish, you know, my commission schedule. And there was just a lot going on there. So, you know, but I'm 23 years old, college dropout, didn't have a lot of money to my name, and and to jump into the gym business, it's very expensive. You know, the type of gyms that I ran, medium box size gyms, and I I mapped it out, and it was going to be 800 grand. And I had, you know, a couple grand in my name, if that. So $250, I'm ready to rock and roll, right? (laughs) So I was looking for other vehicles, dude, because again, call a dropout, nothing to my name. You know, at 23, we don't have great credit history and so forth. Wasn't that a bad credit? I just didn't have a lot of credit, right? So, you know, needless to say, I couldn't get a loan. I was looking for a way to go out there and just stack some capital. And again, this is 2005, man. I know you and I've been in the game for a long time, so we know what followed that. But at that time, it was very similar to this time, right? It is very similar to to 2020. I mean, the real estate market's just on fire, multiple offers on everything. And my perception was was that everybody in the real estate industry, these realtors, at least that, again, outsider looking in, we're just crushing and killing it. So um, I decided that was my path. Plus I could afford it. It was only a six week crash course. I didn't have to go to college, didn't need a degree. So I jumped in man with just thinking that this was going to be you know, three, four year stepping stone banks and capital enough for You know, down payment, and I always say that uh, very quickly. Health and fitness became my passion. Real estate became my obsession. It became my true love. But with that, you know, once it clicked, dude. Man, I've always been a workhorse, man. You know, I've always been that guy that's had three jobs, and and you know, even when I was in high school, working the whole time plus playing sports and whatever. And you know, so I was like, all right, yeah, like I love working my ass off. I love people. Like I can do great in this vehicle. And and again, I, I just I saw the opportunity that real estate creates. And, and and I don't love real estate for some of the reasons others might, you know, right? I mean, some people might just love helping people find their dream home, love helping people accomplish their real estate goals. And look, I really enjoy that too. But why I love it is I was like, dude, this industry, there's no other industry I've ever seen and I've been involved in a lot of different ventures as you talked about now, where there's more opportunity to create than real estate. Like where else can you go from being, you know, a zero to a rock star in six months? In the equal level playing field. Not like nothing matters other than your commitment. It doesn't matter how short, how tall, skinny, fat, how thick of an accent you have, like. If you are just committed, you can go out there and crush it. So uh, that's why I became obsessed and, and truly started to love real estate and started my team. I ran it for my first year in the business, so I've been running my team now for about fourteen years. But again, I always have had, I've always always had that entrepreneur mindset of wanting to create a business. So I knew the second this clicked, and the second I knew that real estate was going to be the long-term path for me, that I wanted to turn into a business. And then there's yeah. really two paths of doing that: you either create a team or create a brokerage. You know, the brokerage may be the next journey for me at some point. Maybe, maybe yeah, I see you shaking your head. I've we'll done both. That, you know, but, <laughs> Do <the> but team. <laughs> yeah, so I started building that and turning that into a business, which then you know gave me the framework to. Because there's a big difference, dude, from running other people's businesses you know, right? Like I remember, and yeah, I was young, naive. That might've been part of it. Part of it is, I don't think you know what it actually takes to run a business until you actually run a business, you know? But I remember always judging the owner operators that I'd, I'd run their gyms for them and thinking, oh, there's, you know, they did this, it'd be so much better. And then, you know, then you they jump into the business, business yourself shoes, and, and it's a little bit different. And, yeah. yeah, yeah like, <laughs> oh, now I understand, you uh, know, yeah. right? It's kind of like, you know, when we're kids growing up and you, you kind of judge your parents, but then when okay. you start having kids and becoming a parent yourself, like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, I get it. But yeah, just kept cranking that business up. And again, my goal was to create a true business. And how I define a true business is when I built something, that I can step out of from day-to-day operations and it runs without my involvement. So if I need to leave for six months for, for whatever reason I get hit by a car or I decide to go on vacation, like, look, it may not grow at the same rate without my involvement, but at least it sustains itself. It's able to operate. And it yeah. uh, took me about eight years to do that. I truly believe I could have done it in about four, uh, but the market crashed. I mean, I was on my path to being there. You were in Phoenix
2: when the market crashed.
0: Yeah, dude. And we- That was we got, one of the
2: top five of the real estate market that hit rock bottom. That You guys
0: got crushed. Yeah. I mean, about 90% of the sales were either short sales or REOs. And yeah. and d- just to put it in perspective, man, like I've got a rental property right across the street here that today is probably worth about three and a quarter. Mm-hmm. Pre the market crash, it was about two seventy five, and then at the bottom of the market it was worth about eighty five. You know, okay. so things just—I mean, homes you'd sell for five hundred thousand, and I'll sell them for one eighty. And you have some experience in that market as well. You know, short sales was something that was a little bit more delegatable and able to build a team around. And not that REO wasn't, but number one, I had to learn. A totally new business model.
2: It's labor intensive, like crazy yeah,
0: art. To the point where yeah. Yeah, it like, let's just say my asset manager's with, you know, Fannie Mae. I got in directly with Fannie Mae. Yeah. And, you know, when they're feeding you 80, 90 properties a month, they want to deal with you. They don't want to be delegated out yeah. to staff, you know, and right? You got to do I an mean,
2: occupancy check on, you know, the day before Thanksgiving, the night before Thanksgiving, they're saying, hey, go do an oc check on this. And you got your flashlight because there's no electricity on it. And it's 10 p.m. and it's not the best neighborhood in the world. Yeah, that's when you start rethinking that REO business. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, anyway, though, you know, with all of that, I mean, it took me about eight total years to be able to fully step out of operations to the point where, you know, I thought I had a true business, okay. um, if you will, based on how I defined it. You know, but then, and my intention wasn't to go out there and necessarily start other businesses, but, and, and this is something that I think is very common, at least with my entrepreneurial friends that I have conversations with of, you, look, you get used to the grind, you get used to working in 80, 100 hour work weeks, whatever it takes. And, and a lot of that is also, I think, you know, somewhat of how we define who we are is based on our work ethic. And, you know, so now I'm working 10 hours a week, I'm feeling guilty, plus I'm <laughs> bored as hell and started looking for- Do you think it's a part of your self-identity? Uh, yeah, a lot of people yeah. do, man. And for yeah. me, for sure, you know, yeah. nat- now I've, I've learned over the years of, because look, the thing of, of business owners, I don't care if you're an individual agent or team leader brokerage or whatever capacity your, your business may be, you know, we're all entrepreneurs at the end of the day, but it's like, this thing never stops just yeah. because you might physically only work 10 hours a week, you're still working 24 seven, you know, and that's the heavy lifting really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now to the point, it's like my job and where I'm at as a CEO of my companies, isn't to be working in the day to day. It's to think, yeah. Yeah. you know, right? Like it's my job to come up with the strategy. It's my job to make sure that we're executing to yeah. the vision that. So that's been another adjustment, man, over the years of like having to figure out how to schedule thinking time, you know, right? When you have a hundred things that you got to think about and how to time block off separate thinking time and, you know, like critical deep thinking time. And yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding up the road less
2: stupid by uh, Keith J. Cunningham. I, I bet you read that book.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I've definitely checked it
2: out. Oh, you me. haven't read this book? Uh-uh. Is it good? Oh, like, this is the book you have to read. If you want to talk about thinking time, it's got the, it says avoiding dumb mistakes that sabotage growth, profits, and business success. The road less stupid. And this book has the best questions for somebody that is in your role that I've ever seen, that I've experienced, right? I don't know if you would agree with me. I, I bet you would. Yeah, I'll yes. let know.
0: I'm going to pick it up the second we get off this. Yeah, let me I'll know. Yeah. I recently wrote the book,
2: Real Estate Evolution. The 10 step guide to CPI, consistent and predictable income for real estate agents. I wrote this book because I have sold real estate since 2007 and developed an immense amount of experience and knowledge. During my journey, I've witnessed hundreds and maybe even thousands of real estate agents fail in this business and I firmly believe that that's a shame. In Real Estate Evolution, I will show you the exact steps that I have used as a real estate salesperson to sell one to 15 homes every single month for the past 129 consecutive months. It took me more than two decades to learn the sales and persuasion techniques and more than one decade to master the real estate sales techniques to be able to produce the content that makes up this book. And it took me more than a year to write at a pace of three hours every single day. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking for consistent and predictable income in your business, I invite you to get the book, Real Estate Evolution, and you can get that by visiting www.therealestateevolution.com, and I'll even give it to you for free as long as you pay for the postage. Well, let's go back. So you're eight years, you build your business, and you're able to step out, and then you're 10 hours a week, and you're bored, but you're still thinking. What happens next? So this is about 2013-ish?
0: Yeah, yeah. 2013. Well, really 2014. Yeah, right okay. around my time frame. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't want to rush into anything. You know, one thing about real estate, and this was a different time than today, but love real estate, loved everything about real estate. Um, but I wanted to do something that I could totally be myself in. And um, what I mean by that is not wearing a suit every single day. And and again, I know today it's much more of a casual world, not saying that people have to wear suits, but I wore a suit every day for eight year. I, I
2: retired my suit about four and, or five uh, years
0: ago. You know, None of my clients knew I had tattoos. None of my, you know, and all that's okay. Like I'm willing to pl- put on whatever costume, yeah. whatever mask I got to put on to go out there and crush it in, in my business, you know, but I wasn't in a position where I had to start another business wanted to do something I really wanted to do, that really inspired me, that and that led to me starting the podcast. And not that the podcast is is really necessarily a business. I look at the podcast as being like kind of a hub that feeds all the businesses, you know, but I started that almost just kind of a passion project. You know, I was being interviewed on so many other agents, podcasts, you know, you, you become one of the top realtors on the planet and, and you get asked to be on a lot of radio shows, a lot of podcasts, a lot of experiences. And, you know, part of it is, I think is, is entrepreneurs. Like we always think we can do it better <laughs> than everybody else. Of course so, so we can. Know, I, I'm getting interviewed on these podcast. I'm like, dude, I, you know,
2: podcast. Listen, are- if I was that guy, I would have asked this question. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you no, know, but then on a selfish level, I'm like, dude, like how cool would it be just to have the ability to pick brilliant minds all day? and ask the questions I want to ask them. And and also, look, man, before I got into real estate, like I never, when I break it down on an hourly basis, because you know, when you're salary management, I mean, you're grinding, grinding, grinding again, I'm a workhorse. I I let people take advantage of that. And I was okay with it because I loved it. But when you break it down to an hourly standpoint, it's like, I never made more than 10, 15 bucks an hour, you know? So yeah. So it was just one of those things where, but you know, to me it wasn't just about the money. It was again, I wanted to do something that really intrigued me. Oh, no, what I was, where I was going with that is real estate has impacted my life more than any single thing, you know? Right. Uh, uh, You know, meaning that not only did it allow me to make the money that I wanted to go out there and make, and, and money that I didn't know was even possible to go out there. You know, I, I ended up far exceeding what I thought was possible when I first got into this business. You know, we don't know what we don't know. What did you think um, was possible when you got in? Yeah, you know, I was thinking, dude, if I could make, you know, a couple hundred grand a year, I've yeah. always been a guy that I'm not, you know, I don't attach to material things. So I've always yeah. been a pretty frugal guy. So to me, and again, going from, you know, making 30, 40 grand a year, that sounded like a lot of money. You know, a lot of they, money. Yeah. yeah. And, and ended up making 280 my first year. By the time I, you know, third year in the business, that year I hit 780. And, yeah. and it just, but anyway, it w- wasn't just a financial aspect, you know, right? The mentors, the friends, the relationships. You know, every part of my life improved so much. I mean, I was just a straight up fucking loser before I got into real estate. And also knowing that, you know, people talk about this connotation of self-made and, and look, I get it. Like you could say from a worldly view that I'm self-made, like I've, nobody's ever given me money. No, I've never, you know, bootstrapped every business, never taken a loan, never, you know, nobody gave, like I created the opportunities, But the reality is I wouldn't be where I am without the mentors and the support of others and the guidance of others. And I've had so many amazing mentors. And, you know, so I also, when I was looking at doing the podcast, I was also looking for something that, you know, that I wanted to do that would also have big impact. And, you know, the podcast is like, hey, this is a great opportunity to go out there because I was going to charge for it all free. And this was before podcasts. Like, everybody's on yeah. a podcast now. You hey, know look I, at me. I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, and I think everybody <laughs> should, man. It's one of the greatest decisions I ever made, other than getting into the real estate business. You know, the, by far the second best decision I ever made. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not speaking of getting married and kids. Yeah. And,
2: we will not let your wife listen to this yeah. show. Let's cool, Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just speaking business here. So, uh, but anyway, I kick off the podcast, start doing that. And that just, that, you know, here's the cool thing, man. If you just start paying attention, you just start slowing down in life a little bit. And when I say slow down, I don't mean to go out there and work, not work your ass off, you know, but take time to reflect each and every day, you know, take 30 minutes, take an hour to really reflect on your day to really pay attention. You know, so many people are are, are just trying to get through the day and not get from it. And, and if we spend that time in reflection, man, I mean, it, it, shit speaks to you and opportunities. You could see those opportunities in a different manner. And, you know, so then the next thing is, you know, between the success that I created and, and being asked to speak at a lot of conferences and other people's podcasts and when I launched my own, you know, next thing I know, man, I got a, you know, a ton, a ton of people reaching out, asking me to coach them, other real estate agents from all over. And at first, dude, I didn't know if I'd enjoy coaching just because it's when I was in the gym business. Like, I hated personal training, but I loved running the gyms. It's like, dude, I've showed you six times how to do the squat. What did you hate squat. about the personal training? Just my impatience. You know, right? I'm more of a doer than a teacher, if you will. Okay. And, and, and i become a teacher and i become a coach, I guess, um, in other ways. I just didn't know. I never looked at myself. When you become a team leader or a or brokerage owner, it's really the same thing. A team is... Yeah really a brokerage inside of a brokerage and you're just lever- leveraging some of their assets, right? Yeah. But man, you become a coach. You can't be go- become a great team leader or a great broker owner without becoming a great trainer, becoming a great coach. But I hadn't looked at myself from that viewpoint yet and all I could go back to was, was the personal training, man. And, and again, it's like, man, I showed you six times how to do this exercise. I don't know why you can't do this exercise or, you know, somebody whined to me. And I still struggle with this, man. I, like somebody that wants me to hold them accountable, you know, right? Like, okay, you said your goals are this. Yeah. But then they don't the show path. up and they're, you know, right? yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they don't yeah. show up. And then it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it, you know, it, like it always blows my mind how, how many people and especially in real estate agents need or think that they need accountability. All accountability is, is just doing the shit that you said you were going to do. Like, why is that a fucking struggle? Get clarity on what is that you want, figure out what you got to do to go out there and create what is that you want. And then just execute on those things every single day, get up and do the actions that you need to do to create what you want. And, you know, but so many people, they think accountability is an issue. We're really just, you know, they they've got to do some. I guess deeper work, getting more clarity, and and yeah. you know really tapping into what they want and why they want it. But I'm not a good handholder, man. Like I, I'm not a good, I'm not a good. Oh, it's okay. Let's reverse engineer this and see. Oh man, you were sort of you were
2: sort of striking me as someone you know give out hugs and uh
0: no, yeah, pops, yeah. man. Come on, <laughs> I'm the opposite of that, man. It, <laughs> it, it, uh, so, but anyway, man, I have all these agents offering, you know, asking for this, and but it took me. I, I was resistant for six months. But then one day I decided, okay, let me go down this path, man. And you know, then it's just led to other things, man. Yeah, I started down the one-on-one coaching path, took on like 40 one-on-one coaching clients. I got really sick of that. It was impactful, you know, but I I for it didn't feed me. You know, like yeah. when I look at business now today, I gotta have things that inspire me and feed me and get me excited. When I'm answering the same question over and over and over, because dude, it doesn't matter if you're an agent, individual agent doing 10 million or your team leader doing hundred million. It's all the same problems, it's all the same shit. they think it's different but when you become the coach and you really dissect this, I've got if you know anything about the disc I' I'm, I'm a 99D 98c. Right, so I've got oh, wow. that kind of engineer. Like I love creating systems and processes, and and I re- love to reverse engineer. But it just got to the point where you know I was getting burnout, dude, and couldn't really raise my capacity with that unless I went to like a Tom Ferry model where I started hiring out of the coaches. And but I didn't want to build another real estate team. I, I wanted to have something that I could be involved with, and but also scale at a different level. So that's uh, it took about a year of doing that. That led into group coaching. I also wanted to make coaching platform that was extremely affordable, where a new agent or a season agent, because you know, with one on one coaching, and and dude, I'm a guy that I have spent over a million dollars on my own coaching over the years. Yeah, that's over six, you know, six plus figures every year on being coached. I believe in coaches. You know, all this bullshit out there, of free coaching, and you get what you pay for. Like I believe in it. I'm a fan of it. You know, but I wanted to make something that was affordable because look, you get to a point where like when you really need the training, you need the coaching. You can't afford it. You know, right? So I created that. And that's when. Was that group coaching when you did that? Yeah. Thing? And, that, and oh, I still have that platform today. I mean, it's been going on now. This is our fifth full year of doing it. What's we the have, platform? The website's masterybootcamp.com. Okay. Uh, if anybody wanted to go check it out. But yeah, we've had over 5,000 real estate agents, team leaders, brokerage owners that have been through the program now. But through that, again, just reflecting because here, here's the thing. And here's where a lot of people, and this, I've got myself in trouble with this too, is not knowing if a business is in demand. Okay. Like I didn't go out there and start a coaching business because I thought I'd be a great coach and I was frustrated with the coaching business. I mean, those things were true, but I did it out of demand because the demand was there. So then when I started the group coaching and I mean, my first year of, of launching, I think we put 1200 agents to that program. How did you promote it? The first year. But again, just reflecting and just listening to where the opportunities are. Man, I had so many agents coming through that were, you know, would come to me and be like, dude, Josh, I I want to use Boomtown or the systems that I utilize, but I can't afford it. I can't afford $1,500 a month. So I went out there and just trying to seek and find them solutions. Well, I couldn't find a, a really effective website CRM combo for the individual agent. So then boom, but the domain was there.
2: Where did you find the clients to you? Was it organic? Was it referral? Did you have a plan for that?
0: Yeah. So the word attraction, man, I'm not a fan of that word, you know, right? Because it's like when I hear team leaders are broken or it's like, oh, we just attract agents. I'm like, okay, so what you're telling me is you're small and you're going to stay small for the rest of your life. You know, right. It's like, get out there and beat. It's just like the real estate agent that is, I'm going to attract buyer and seller clients. Right? Like you're gonna stay small. You gotta go out there and get the freaking business. Yeah. Uh dude, my first launch doing this, you know, I didn't know if it was gonna be something that people wanted because it was a different style of and it's still a different style of any type of coaching that exists out there because I wanted it to be the hybrid of, of digital training where people can log in 24-7 and see all that training, but also get the same support on a daily basis as you would in a one-on-one coaching program, or even more so, then have group live element and the mastermind community element and But I didn't know if I recently had been through programs like this, but in the business world outside of real estate. And and to me, it really intrigued me. It's what I found to be the most effective because not only do you get to learn from the coach and so forth, but then you get to learn from everybody in the community because we can all learn more together than apart, you know? Right? So, but I didn't know if there was going to be demand out there, dude. So I went out there before I even created the program, bro. Now in my head. I knew exactly what it was going to be. I had it all mapped out. I just hadn't created it yet. So sure. I went out there and I pre-sold it. I set a date. I went out there and pre-sold it for 30 days beforehand. And I was like, look, my number was 30 grand. If I could sign up and have enough coaching clients out of the gate and make 30 grand. How many it was, was that? What were you charging? A grand. Okay. So a thousand bucks. So uh, today. P. Yeah. Cause it was a 90 day program. Not then today it's a full year program. So it's, okay. it's two grand today. Uh, and the, you know, break up into payments too. So it could sure. be much more affordable, but went out there and started doing just insane webinars. I mean, just going out there and blasting it. And of course I was able to leverage the podcast, but just for me to go out there and announce, Hey guys, I got a coaching program. Like that wasn't, you know, people need more than that. They need a different yeah. experience. I think what helped me so heavily with product launches. Was becoming a great listing agent and, and a great buyer's agent as well. You become a very good presenter, you know, over time. And it's like, look, if I go on a listing presentation, that listing presentation is the pre-experience before the actual experience, right? So I need to make sure when I go in there. You know, that that I create an experience like another agent that isn't creating for them. So they already get like let's just say I'm in there for 90 minutes with them, or it might take an hour, it might take two hours, whatever. But that experience is such an amazing experience where they have full confidence I'm the best realtor for them, you know, right? On uh, am going through that. So I gotta create because how do they know? Like at the end of the day, all of us real estate agents, I don't want to say we all do the same stuff, but in the consumer's eyes, if we just go in there and just they can't, them, a yeah,
2: yeah, they can't
0: tell the difference. Yeah. Here's my 48 point marketing yeah. strategy to market yeah, yeah. your listing. It's to them, it all seems the same. So how do you create that experience differently? So I got into webinars, dude, just doing a ton of webinars. So it's was like, okay, you're getting ready to go through not a 90 day coaching program with me. Let's go through this three hour kind of mini training, free mini training that gave a lot of value, but then pitch the program in there. Well, anyway, that first 30 days, dude, I ended up doing 104,000 in revenue. And I spent like twenty eight grand, I think, on Facebook ads.
2: You promoted the webinars on Facebook.
0: Yep, yep. Okay, and, and leveraged the podcast in my okay. list, and, and so okay. Honestly, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Dude, so you I, turned twenty eight grand to one hundred four grand." Yeah, and and I'm like, "Dude, I mean, it took me four years in my real estate business before I started having hundred thousand dollars months. You know, so a consistent hundred thousand dollars month." I mean, I was blown away about that opportunity, and that way, I knew I was onto something. You know, right? Because look, it's not about the money that I'm necessarily making when. when the marketplace shows you something like that. You you get paid based on the reward that you bring to the marketplace. Yeah. Why, the value Jeff, you provide. Yeah. yeah. Why is Jeff Bezos the, the richest human being on the planet? Because all of our lives are better because of Amazon. Yeah. All of our lives have improved. And
2: it's massive leverage.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: You already know 87% of all real estate agents fail in this business. And you also know it doesn't have to be that way. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking for consistent and predictable income, I invite for you to get your free copy of Real Estate Evolution, The 10-Step Guide to CPI, Consistent and Predictable Income for Real Estate Agents. And you can do so when you visit www.therealestateevolution.com. I'll share with you your book that I authored to show you the way. And it's free. You just have to pay for the shipping. Thanks.
0: Then, you know, I start, I'm building the boot camp and whatever. Well, then that led to, as I told you before, people were looking for an effective, affordable website CRM that they could generate leads with, that they could work their whole database in and so forth. Couldn't find it out there. It didn't exist. There was demand for it. So I went out there and started my own. Uh, I'm a co-owner of it myself and, and my business partner, majority owners in the software company. And then we have some uh, other partners with us as well in there. But again, it was out of that demand. And and this That's is perfect storm that you're talking about. Yep, correct. Okay, Perfectstormnow.com yeah. is is the website for that. So again, when you're looking at multiple businesses, there's a couple things. You know, right? Number one, this is I've had so many coaching clients come through my real estate training program, and they see all the things that I'm doing, and they want to replicate it, and they start creating programs and software, and even though my real estate coaching program is all about helping them create a true real estate business, everything from A to Z, everything I know, my whole entire playbook. So it's not just presentations, lead gen, it's how do you go out there and hire admin? How do you recruit? I mean, everything from A to Z, but even though it's geared towards that, I mean, i i help anybody with anything you know i mean ha- shit i think half my questions in there are around health and fitness and and how do you build a business with also you know maintaining good relationships with those that you love and because there's a lot of other problems that obviously trying to create success in business creates in their life and and it can be a challenge you know but anyway you know the issue that so many of them run into is they haven't created a full business yet and they start running into the next business So, and what I mean by this is if you look at me, for example, I mean, I spent eight years building a real estate business. Were you 100% done before you went or? Yeah, not not done. done. I mean, I still have it. I got it. But were you 100%
2: like without me before you launched the next one?
0: Yeah. Like I haven't sold a house dude, in six years. Okay. You know, but your um, company's still there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, but my job is to make sure that my agents have all the training, support systems, and opportunities to go out there and crush it and kill it. So, yeah. and they love it because my commitment to them is: look, my mother wants to buy herself house. She's going with one of my teammates. Yeah. You know, right? So then I'm not competing with them, and not that that's a bad thing. There's a lot of years I was competing with them. You know, right? It wasn't just that I was out of production. I was out of day-to-day operations. Yeah. So you know, transaction coordinators, listing coordinators, but I'd replace myself even as the team leader. That way, it would allow me. I won't jump into a new venture until I have the systems, the processes, the teams, and obviously the proven strategy and the revenue coming in where I can remove myself out of majority of the day to day operations. And then I can free up my time for the next focus of the next venture. How long does that take now? You know, each situation in business could be slightly different. Depends yeah. on, you know, today it can be much faster just because I have. You know my own momentum
2: it, and resources, and
0: also money. You know, yeah. right? Where you know, like, okay, it took me a full year of selling real estate before it made sense for me to go out there and you know pay somebody three grand a month or thirty five hundred a month as my first assistant. You know, yeah. right? Because I'm not doing the VA thing like like you are. Right? I probably need to, especially as you know if they keep bumping up this damn minimum wage. But yeah, it's red light, green light, man. So now today. I can hire and put people in the seats that I used to have to wear each of those hats in those seats, you know? Right. And then also with the strategic partnership can be different, but the key is dude is make sure that you have The time and the focus that you can give it because everything takes whatever time and energy that you think it's going to take to launch a business. Uh, It's it's going to take much longer. And so you got to be able to give it that more money, more time, more mistakes, more heartache than what you could ever imagine. You know, another extremely hard lesson that I've had to learn over the years is look, I've got to have everything now today. And this is really important in the same wheelhouse. Like they exactly. need to feed each other. You know, so like here's a, an example for real estate, right? So let's just say you're an individual agent, and you build a real estate team where there's team or brokerage, but you get to a production level. what it makes sense then for you to potentially go out there and do a JV on a title company, do a JV on a mortgage company, right? So then even though you're a part owner or 50% owner in this title company as well as a mortgage company, your primary job is to grow the real estate business because yeah. the real estate business feeds those other businesses. And then you can start getting into insurance and, and these other ancillaries. So that they're all in the same wheelhouse. But when you have two totally different businesses, two totally different avatars that don't feed each other, having two totally separate jobs, and that can become problematic very quickly. Awesome. Josh,
2: let me finish up here. So as we finish up, I really appreciate your time. If there was one thing that you were saying to yourself, you said 23 years old when you
0: started this, pretty much. And I'm curious, how old was your dad when he retired? He's 30 years older than me. So he I was 18, so yeah, he was- 48, he was yep. pretty young. Yep, yep. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, That's he's fantastic. in he's in real estate with me now. He, he's my recruiter today. He got bored quickly. And I got he, it, I got he, it. But I want to have that conversation late at another time
2: uh, because that, that seems like a conversation in and of itself. I meant to ask you that, but if you were talking to Josh of that age, 18 to 23 in, in that realm, and you were sharing with him the lessons that you've learned, what would the one thing be that you would share with him to say, do this or don't do this, that would make the most impact over the next 10 years.
0: Yeah. hundred percent, man. And this was the biggest mistake that I made throughout my whole real estate journey. And it would be towards that of a jumped in this business with the focus of just making money. Yeah. And what you focus on is where you wind up. And not that that's a bad thing, you know, but about four years into this business, I hated it. You know, I mean, I knew it was the right vehicle. I just, I just created a business that I hated. I had a make some big pivots and big shifts. And, and you know the biggest thing that I learned during that time, my biggest focus even now today with any venture I'm getting involved with or whatever is, is look, like none of us live to work. We work so then we can go out there and live. So you got to reverse engineer this, man. So think about, get clarity on the life that you truly want to go out there and create for yourself, the life that you want to build. Because the reality is you guys, you're an emotional audience of real estate agents, you're a real estate business Is a vehicle that allows you to go out there and create the life that you want to live. So get very clear on that. I didn't get clear on that, like I said, until about four years into this journey, and it was a tough, tough lesson, man. Of so what you really value in life, what means most to you in life, and then again, go out there and build the thing that allows you to do that. Because number one, it'll give you so much more passion, so much more fuel. Like, look, you get in the office every single day, and you got to go out there. Maybe you got to do seventy-five calls today that's not always fun to do. But if you know what every one of those calls is getting you one step closer to going out there and accomplishing, it takes that same, you know, kind of shitty task that you don't want to do. And it creates passion and fuel behind it. Have that
2: clarity on what you want to see.
0: Then it allows you look all successes is just small, tiny decisions made throughout the day, each and every day that compound over time. That's it. Well, how do you know if you're making the right decision or the wrong decision if you don't have clarity in what you want? And what I mean by clarity, what you want is what you value most. So for me, I want to build a bit like what I look for in every business is uh, a business that allows me to make the money that I want to make, but at the same time gives me the time and freedom to do what I want with whom I want, when I want to do it. So then I have to start making, but that allows me to start making different decisions. I can't build a business where that's reliant on I me mean, door knocking 100 doors every single day because that's not going to give me freedom of location, freedom of schedule, and so forth. You know, right? So every little decision inside your business, even those small decisions like your lead generation methods, starts at like everything must feed into that final vision. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's the one main huge piece of advice that, you know, I think I'd be twice ahead of where I am today if I would have understood that at 23 years old.
2: Josh, thank you so much. If I'm a real estate agent and or uh, or anybody wants to get learn more about you, I know you've got a great podcast out there. I know you've got a lot of great resources. What's the best way I can get in touch with you? Learn, more Yeah, man.
0: Just uh, YouTube, Joshua Smith. If you just go to Joshua Smith, GSD mode is the name of the podcast, but everything's on YouTube. I've got over 1400 free videos, whether it's podcast interviews or free training, coaching, teaching videos. So I'd go there, subscribe to that and start getting your learn on love it my man
2: hey thank you for your time appreciate you and look forward to helping each other grow and rock it out thanks
1: hate the feeling of missing out and not knowing where to start aside from grabbing a copy of the real estate evolution the 10-step guide to cpi we also encourage you to join our ever-growing group the consistent and predictable income community Apply for a membership at the Consistent and Predictable Income Community on Facebook and visit us at thecpicommunity.com online to listen to our previous superstar interviews.
2: This is Mitch Stephen. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing
0: Dan Rochon. Dan is a top team leader in the D.C. area with Keller Williams. And he breaks down his journey. He's somebody that, you know, struggled for the first six months, like so many real estate agents do, and then something clicked. He helped me tremendously, specifically with creating systems in place. It's very
2: important to have a process in place that works, not just for you, but for also the client. If you are still listening, it is because you align with the CPI community. That means that you love to learn. You are ambitious, qualified, smart, and professional. Mostly, you understand that you're in charge to design your life. If you do not want to wait until next week's show is posted, I invite you right now to visit www.TheCPICommunity.com, which is the official website of The CPI Community. There you'll have access to eavesdrop on past conversations I've had with the top salespeople, business owners, and entrepreneurs. The content is free and there is no opt-in. If you really want to hit the ground running, I encourage you to apply on the homepage of the Community.com to become CPI certified. It is a compensated service and those that have become certified have reported back that they have more than tripled their business sales and done so in 20% less time. The CPI certification is a part of the CPI curriculum, which is the blueprint where you will learn the proprietary process of CPI which is the key to having consistent and predictable income for salespeople without letting time, money, and relationships fall through the cracks. Lastly, I invite for you to share this podcast with others who are competitive, love to learn, assertive, relationship-based, self-starters, just like you, so they can also benefit. And please leave us a rating or a review and subscribe now so that you'll be notified of the next show. Thank you again. I'll see you on the next show to your success. If you're a real estate agent and you're located outside of the Washington DC area and you have a client that wants to buy a home, sell a home or invest in real estate in the Northern Virginia, Washington DC, Maryland area, consider to refer to me. I promise that when you do so, we'll treat them like gold, update you throughout the process and most importantly, we'll make you look good and we'll pay you a nice referral fee. If you're a real estate agent in the Northern Virginia, Maryland, or Washington, D.C. area, and you're seeking certainty and predictability in your business, contact me now. I'd love to be able to set up a conversation to show you how we can help you to close transactions every single month of the year. Just imagine January, February, March, April, May, every month of the year, that you have income coming into your pocket to help you and your family. Hit me up on social media or email me, dan at greetingsvirginia.com. Love to set up a time to chat.